a child in a veto. Welcome to the relationship show. <laughs> it's me, Mario. <laughs> I'm your host, Tinka Rodriguez. Joined me via Skype. It is the uh, the Zara Snugs. We got the Sine, the Howard, and Sine. Wow. <laughs> How are you doing today, Sine? Uh, this episode, I'm I'm officially Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding, of course. Mario! <laughs> well, I'll continue it, though. The doctor is in. <laughs> well, we got the doctor of love, uh, Dr. Sure. Derek. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm going to continue. <laughs> I can't figure out why the princess doesn't want to be with me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I keep I keep getting the wrong castle numbers. Eh? <laughs> well, if you're wondering why we're talking like this, it's because uh, our topic today uh, we're talking about fettuccine relationships. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll let Shane uh, explain. Those it are uh, those are relationships that are solely based on your love of fettuccine Alfredo. There we go. Uh, or smell like garden. fettuccine Alfredo. So oh, it's, right. it's even uh, a fetish. Which is what we're actually going to talk about on the show. Fetishizing. So we just uh, say fetishine. Fetishine, yeah. Because yeah. all of a sudden, like, bumbling idiots when we try to say fetishizing. Uh, fetishizing. Fetishizing. Fetish. Sounds like German. Fetishizing. That's like, I feel like it's something you put on your salad. Like, would you like some fetishizing? <laughs> A German Germany would disagree with you, sir. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you, you get a pint of uh, pint of Oktoberfest and a and a brat <laughs> with that. Just a sauerkraut on that. Fetishaja. <laughs> oh. Oh my gosh. Right. Oh, Octoliven. Uh, there we go. All right. Well, okay. So yeah. So we're gonna be talking right. about fetishizing. Uh, fetishizing. Uh, relationships uh, in and out of relationships. I'm assuming, right? Like, like when you're uh, not in a relationship, or you're thinking about being in a relationship, or thinking it, thinking it is more than it is. So it's also uh, actually just like kind of all of it, but mm. more of how it plays into like any and all relationships. Cool. And the fact of like how you view people, but how other people view people and treat others as well. Mm. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely... Quick, before we'll, we hop in, did we want to have a PD update? That's what I was going to do. Why are you trying to steal my thunder? Jeez. You know what? I, I'm going to say that I'm going to go on record here because I know Shanae wasn't on the uh, stable of studs and you're, neither were you, Derek. Um, James tried to take over my show. You know, he was like, all right, we're good. No, 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 no. <gasps> the same way you just did, Shanae. The same Ooh. exact way. So you know what? If you want to run the show, fuck it. It's your show now. All right, I'm out. <laughs> James, like, hey, what I want you to do is take a little vacation. Take a little vacation. Don't you look tired? Why don't you take a couple of days off? I got this. The tank, Junior Rodriguez. That's right. The tiny tank. Yeah, that's it. I was like tiny tank. That's it. The T. The T. T. Show. The tiny tank relationship hour. Way to go. I'm just kidding. With the best of intentions, trying to be helpful. That was the best of intentions as well. I appreciate the I appreciate the bump. I have a PB update by proxy. Um, so it's not necessarily about PB, but trying to explain PB to other people. Um, so, um, so my daughter had, uh, you know, obviously we've been out of state 
and uh, and where we're located, we had to quarantine for 14 days. And so we got to quarantine. The first thing my daughter wanted to do is hang out with her her bestie that's in the area. So uh, her her bestie came over the other day, and we were uh, they went down to the Javado, and uh, I went and picked them up because they didn't want to walk back because they're teenagers and apparently they don't have legs. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, uh, I, w- I went and got him in and on the way back, uh, I said, look, like, you know, um, I don't know. We got on the subject of podcasting or something like that. And my, and my daughter was like, oh, yeah, my dad gives uh, my dad gives uh, updates on my boyfriend on his podcast. But they nicknamed him Pickle Boy or PB <laughs> for short. I'm like, well, I'm I'm dedicated by our audience to give play by play updates on on how PB's doing. I'm like, he's he's. He's reduced the name, so like it's not just Pickle Boy anymore. It's just PB. Um, so, I want to be <laughs> um, <so>, sister. <laughs> so I said a lot of people have a vested interest in how PB grows, like how he's growing up, and uh, making sure that he's, he's safe and, and having a, a good life. And uh, I said, and they worry about him because he does a lot of stupid shit, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, and 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 he, he steps on air fresheners and he falls off roofs and. Uh, he goes to Waterbury probably way more than the average person. So in a pandemic, no less. So I said, you know, there's some safety concerns out there for the general like viewing audience. <laughs> so, um, so er, your friend was asking me like, well, what do like, what do you give updates on? I'm like, I give any like a little snippet of update of like, you know, anything uh, and everything, ladies anything, and gentlemen, a, anything and anything. So like, you know, when I specifically said, hey, don't, don't bring fireworks <laughs> over to my house. And he's like, mm-hmm. I like, we're going to have sparklers, but that's it. Cause I don't trust you guys not to blow your hand up. And uh, the first thing he does is walk in my front door, walk past me in the kitchen and like what falls out of his pocket, which like my dog almost say it was, was a firecracker. And I'm oh like, dude, God. I'm like, you're, you're an idiot. So, um, so then the, he came back in later and like, Hey, do you mind if we light these off in the backyard? And I'm like, even if I say no, are you still going to do it anyways? <laughs> he's like, probably. I'm like, Okay, I'm like fine, but if you blow a finger up, I'm not going in the hospital. We're just gonna pack it on ice and wait for your mom. So uh, <laughs> I said that that'll be the price you pay. I'm like if you lose a digit. Um, so <laughs> needs to say. So it was it was it was very humorous to her friend that uh that that PB has a very uh very distinct uh spot you know, on most of the podcasts, particularly the relationship <laughs> one. Where uh, we get PB updates uh, by proxy, so I was like, well, you know, look, I have a whole lot to report on the PB front. All all things are, are mild with PB as of late. He's uh, just enjoying being home in the quarantine and playing playing video games and and uh, eating a lot of frozen burritos. So, um, <laughs> living yeah, the dream. living living the dream. Um, so yeah, I was like, well, but I'm like, I'll I'll, I'll let him know that I informed you of a PB update. So that way the audience knows that like other people are interested in PB, not just, not just us. Not so just us. not just us. Um, I said, you know, the, the world needs a, a little a PB update every now and then. So I'm like, absolutely. I'm like, that's why I keep vested in the relationship is just for source material. Exactly. <laughs> for our broadcast. You know, we're just waiting, for, you know, it's a win-win, you know, if they stay it's together, we get updates. If they don't, you're a happy camper, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm a, more pickles in your household. I'm wait, well, they, so the question was like, well, you know, what do we call him PB? And I was like, look, the kid, the kid in the house where nobody eats pickles brought over this huge, massive jar of pickles. Like, and I see really just want to eat pickles. And I was like, well, no, other people wanted pickles. I'm like, who, who? <laughs> like nobody in the house. 
I'm like, one of the pickles. I'm like, who are you trying to impress? You're uh, the, the dad of your 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 uh, girlfriend. Bring over the one thing that I don't like. <laughs> like in my house, you get a moniker. You get you're now PB for life. I don't even care if you grip the hate pickles. You're always going to be PB to me. You I know? don't care if you develop an allergy for pickles in your mid forties. <laughs> you will always be known as That's pickle right. boy. Even even if you have a pickle pickle related injury, I mean, hey. you'd be like that Seth Rogen character. It falls in the pickle brine, and a hundred years later oh. comes out. There's going to be there's going to be digital recordings of this podcast of me <laughs> saying, even in a hundred years, please call this person pickle boy. Uh, <laughs> even hey, more uh, so if he's brined. I got two questions for you, Derek. Sure. One, when he come, when, when you were there after we you know we dubbed him pickle boy, do yeah. you call him pickle boy or PB? I do. I do not call him. Oh, PB, okay. No. Okay. I try not to let him know. Like I, I try to be respectful of the fact that like. It's it's kind of an inside joke. I think it would just ruin it all if he knew that I was reporting back on him. So uh, wow. so, so that that leads to my second question. <laughs> that is my second. Does he know that he's? I mean, I'm sure he. His, his, I mean, your daughter doesn't say anything. I told her. I said, you know, look, like just don't tell him that I talk about him. I don't want him to feel bad, and I don't want him to listen to the podcast because I don't want him to listen hear me call him pickle boy. But uh, but I, who knows? I mean, sixteen, you know. Yeah betrothed they can you know i always say don't say this and she tells her friends anyways so um i'm sure he knows but he's never let on and i never let on that i, I do say it so it's like this unspoken secret between us of pb sure. yeah i would i would hope you're, you're i mean that'd be cool if you called him pb and like that laugh yeah i know those uh, uh I, I i do like to call him by his by his uh by his full name like usually when I'm a, I'm like annoyed or he does something stupid, I'm like I call by his full name. That's cool. Oh, that's good. The third? So, that's, that's right. P B the third Esquire. <laughs> get over here. Oh, that's get, nice. Get over here. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you set a a PB PB by proxy update. Well, good. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, I mean. Oh shoot! What was I gonna say? Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. So my best friend Todd, shout out Todd. Uh, but his cousin, uh, Todd. I, 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 so long I forgot his name. I, I'm pretty sure it's Tyler. Uh, but I one time when I was like 19, uh, so over 10 years ago, uh, we were at Texas Roadhouse and we were munching out, and I was on the phone, and someone asked who I was with, and I was with I was with Todd, I was with our friend Sarah, and I was with Tyler, but I didn't remember Tyler's name. I was like, we're with, we're with uh, Todd, we're with uh, Sarah, and then, uh, uh, what's her name, uh, Teabag. Till this day, not only does his family still refer to him as Teabag, but his military <laughs> comrades refer to him as Teabag. <laughs> Look, sometimes when it's a winner, it's a it's winner. A, it's a goddamn golden winner. It's, a, it's a goddamn, it's you like, <laughs> you're like Willy Wonka in the golden ticket. You got, just just win it. Amen. So that, I mean, that's what I was saying. I was like, Maybe you should just call him PB. You know, maybe he would like, he would change. You know how, you know how much cooler I got, and, and this is just, you know, you know how much cooler I got when I was dubbed the nickname Tank. Like when I started professional wrestling, and they're like, hey, what do you want? You, what do you, what's your wrestling name? I go, oh, I don't know, Tank Rodriguez, and it just stuck. Those people started calling me Tank, and then my dad started calling me Tank, or he's the way he says the Tank. Uh, and then like it just it was by proxy, and I was like, well, fuck it, I'll just go by Tank. 
You know, that's what, that's what friends call me, so that's what you do. You call me Tank, you know? You're now going to be the Tank. The, the Tank. What? <laughs> it is called the Tank Rodriguez Show, you know? Well, it's, <laughs> that is true. Well, oh, so, so it's, it's the, the Tank Rodriguez <laughs> Well, I guess, if I, I guess if I called him PB or somebody was like, what does that mean? And, like, gets really offended, I could be like, it's like Paul Bunyan because he's so jacked. Like, yeah, you're jacked, he's bro. Big, big as a house, man. <laughs> big as a house. Uh, kind of similar vein since we're, like, going off topic, funny story about, like, there. So, as teenage girls, me and my best friend, uh, we had our apartment. Her parents her parents were rarely home. We were doing, just, like, joking around and, like, being on the phone with people and stuff like that. And someone made a joke, of, or my best friend made a joke about being a super masturbator. So, I, uh, like, put an S and an M on her stomach. And then, like, she put, like, a kit towel around her neck. And I had, like, and then I was dildo girl making dumb, like, teenage jokes you do when you're 14 and 15. Like, also the same. You shouldn't have said that. You shouldn't have fucking said that. I feel like that could be a movie. Just saying. Then her parents came home, and they're like, so, like, well, just her mom. And she's like, so what are y'all doing? And we're just like, yeah, just, like, goofing off. I was, like, super magnificent and, like, dynamite girl. And, like, she was, like, y'all are so weird. Like, did y'all get the alcohol? And we're, like, no, Miss Polly. We just, like, went to the room. And that scene re- recently got revealed the true story to her mother. <gasps> and she, she told her moms about that? Oh, well, now oh, yeah, we're all adults. adults. So. Yeah, no, yeah. her mom. I still wouldn't want to tell her story even as an adult. Oh, like... no, her mom can, like, drink all of us under the table. She's, nice. like. Her and, like, her husband, they, like, go around the U.S. on motorcycles. She's, like, a rough and tough girl. We were just embarrassed teenagers because we were just being dipshits. And she thought it was so funny. And now, like, she has told so many people in the family that story. That's awesome. (laughs) That is awesome. I have a a quick uh, masturbation story. It's not about me, though. Uh, (laughs) Well, it kind of is, but it's not about me, actually, in the act. Uh, I had a girl... Uh, I had a girl I was talking to in high school, and, you know, we're on the phone. You know, hormones are raging. I was like, so what do you want to do? She goes, uh, and mind you, this girl has not been, like, very well uh, educated in, in, in uh, the, the acts of sex or anything like that as far as lingo goes. And she uh, simply uh, says – Do you know that super masturbator? She's uh, – uh, I was like, what do you want to do? You know, like, she goes, I want to masturbate you. And I was like, what the oh. – Oh, <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. She's using a very specific vernacular. Yeah. Of, uh, I, I would like to stroke the penile region uh, next to to the uh, the head oh, or the shaft. Oh gosh, that's a, a cringe moment to pop in your head at two a.m. Wow. Oh, somebody. <laughs> well, I a little, a little off topic, but uh, um, I don't care. This is awesome. I, I knew, I knew. Uh, yeah, I was, I was to say, I it was never a hundred percent confirmed, but uh, but there was a uh, there was a story of, of a guy that I used to work with that uh that um, you know, it, it's all about the time and the place, and your your work gym bathroom is not the place to be doing that uh when you have like a late night janitorial crew we have a gym at work and uh at my last job and, uh, and apparently uh long after i left uh, this one particular guy that i knew was uh he got let go and i said you know that's weird you know wasn't surprising it wasn't great in his job but um okay nice decent enough guy and um so apparently uh, from what i've been told he was uh, he was caught by the janitorial crew 
um, waxing his board <laughs> in the locker room. And I'm like, dude, stalls, showers, like, right. right? Are, like, if you have to do it at work, be private about it. Like, man, there, I mean, there, there's literally, I mean, yeah, yeah, I was like, look, dude, there's literally like a sick room where like where people can lie down if they weren't feeling well with a lock on the door where like people used to bang all the time at work. Like go, go in there. It already has semen in there. i like, probably so like, don't lie on the couch here if you're not feeling well, because I, I wouldn't recommend mm-hmm. it. But, um, but yeah, of all the places you, you, you could go, a lot of people didn't believe that story, but I, I truly did believe it because he was, he was weird like that. So, um, yeah, I hopefully he moved on to bigger and better things and, and realized that that uh, public bathrooms or work bathrooms are probably not the place to uh, to check your meat. Or reading on. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're not sure if you're if if you're you're plumbed correctly, uh, you need to check that. Go home and do that. Like, don't do that at work. Like, that's 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 no boy now. Um, that'll yeah, that'll make the bad thing. Yeah, I mean, if anything, go to a rest area bathroom. I feel like that's at least used to that stuff, right? Um, yeah, find find a local rest stop. Like, we'd probably join you. Um, I don't know. You're looking for some strange. Just, but, just uh, a room with a lock. Like, yeah, what, like right. That's... And when, <laughs> yeah, preferably with any, no windows. Yeah, I mean, she's like, yeah, I mean, flush the toilet if you don't make noise. I don't know, like, but just uh, but but in a very quiet, very open. I'm just saying, like, no one's gonna break a window to stop you from masturbating. No, so, nobody. Like, nobody. <laughs> nobody. Uh, nobody. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Gonna I, I, feel, I, feel, I feel like it's that. Uh, I feel like that scene in Grandma's Boy where uh, where he gets caught. He's like, I can't stop. I can't stop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, it's like it's, it's like it's like that scene mixed with that scene from uh, Stranger Things and on season three when yeah. the dudes in the <laughs> when the dudes in that that the the sauna and yeah. they just watching. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh man, so awesome. fettuccine Alfredo. Fettuccine Alfredo, my, one of my favorite things to get at the Olive Garden. Sorry, uh, <laughs> um, Stokes. So, what, what what made you think of this topic? You have you had some really good ones in the pipeline that you messaged me about, and I'm I'm really excited about talking about the other ones too. But um, this one really like I I was super interested in this one because. I, I definitely have seen this happen personally, like more times than I can count. And I just wondered, like, what, like, what kind of brought it to your your mind to think about better change? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was at Olive Garden. Joke, but we've already been, we've already gotten too many <laughs> off topics. So, real, uh, never, never too much. I'm just saying. Never. Uh, I was looking at Reddit, and uh, there was like a thread that I came across, and it was this girl. She was like 20, 21 been dating this dude for seven months apparently things have been great well he's gonna lose her virginity to him and like they were kind of like getting into the act and he started being very forceful with her and like doing things that like she she didn't like and so she stopped him and was like hey what the fuck and uh he thought that all black women liked rough sex because the only experiences he has are porn or his one of his good friends that has a black girlfriend and she likes what? rough sex. And and so it brought up to mind um, conversations I've had with past friends. Um, when I was talking about the subject to you, Derek, I brought up my friend. Uh, she's male to female, and in that transition and dating. She has found a lot of men who she thinks like they have a connection. They talk like they like the same, like she's like, she is into metal music. She makes like 
a lot of album cart uh cover art for like a lot of metal bands like all over the world like she's like super talented and amazing and like has an entire interpersonal well-rounded thoughtful person and like brings a lot to then, the table then, what you say it's like and then just uh, a great like, person yeah and then like she hears the comments like you're so hot for like a trans girl like you like I've always wanted to experience this and it's turns to, to her realizing that they have just been putting up fronts to get to this ideal and it doesn't matter that it's her it's just a, this thing about her and it's like and I don't know it's just like it's something that comes to mind and I've heard a lot of conversations about preference versus fetish for in a lot of circles I've heard a lot of men say that it is kind of like attacking them in the fact that they like you know if they like something about a girl or like compliment it then that means that they're fetishizing it and it's bad but I've also like heard women do it too and then also just be like them treat like an idiot for it because it's a dumb thing to do like the woman who's waiting for tall dark and handsome so anybody who's like like black hair blue eyed like they must be dreamy and stormy and like a super thoughtful person they can't just be like a jock and like a dude who likes like surface level stuff and comfort and i i think that there i don't think necessarily every stereotype is a fetish but i do think that if that's the main thing that you're going for it's just super harmful to being in a relationship or even looking for somebody do you think let me ask you a question just because it it popped in my mind like we're talking about between like fetish and preference do you think there's ever a point where like the like fetish becomes preference and i and i use the like i'm gonna use the example of your of your friend who's trans right like they they get a lot of requests from obviously like men who like have the idea of like i want to be with somebody who's like who's trans that's male or female uh, but they don't identify themselves as like gay. They probably wouldn't even identify themselves as bi. But like, is there is there a point with like a like self realization that would change that? Like, okay, I like this for a particular reason. Like, so therefore now it's become a preference. I mean, I don't think in a lot of cases like people that that kind of think that way of like fetishizing <clears throat> relationships in that way tend to ever really acknowledge like that as a preference. Like that I feel like a lot of times, like in that, in that example, and it's sad, like I feel like a lot of people feel like that's so taboo for them, like for whatever their reason is that that's like, that's the thrill of it all. And then, and probably likely good is they, they would enjoy it. Um, and would enjoy that experience, like much to the dismay of your friend, unfortunately, because that's take that's really objectifying for, for her. But, um, if they had a little bit of like self-actualization, like would that, like it would be more of a preference and it would be like a fetish. I'm, I'm just, just like thinking there. Um, I think, so I think as far as preference goes, it's fine to realize that a lot of people that you seem to find sexually attractive or, you know, it seems like they would be into the kink that you're in or into any kinks that you're into. Like if you are really into anal, like, there's certain girls that you've always had anal sex with, you're gonna then stereotype and have that preference. Like if all of them are like five foot two blonde girls, then you're gonna think that all five foot two blonde girls, that's what's gonna subconsciously bleed out. And I feel like that we all kind of deal with that, like based off like what we've seen and stuff like that. 
And I don't. I kind of like the a, 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 nice. a plus B equals C kind of equation, right? Like. Yeah, like I like redheads because yeah. I want, grew up watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and like April O'Neil, like is a babe, like like it's true, true statement. <laughs> but yes, go on. But I think like self like awareness of like oh I'm only going after these people or like I tend to like only like this. I think that that is only helpful if you look further into it, and also it's only helpful if you don't deny yourself other opportunities because they don't fit what you think that you're going to like. Yeah, I, t- I totally agree. I think you, even beyond like, even beyond like the example you provided, like I think we tend to, and I, I think this kind of goes back to that Reddit user, right? Like that is a, a very like, well, not a racist, but like very stereotypical. Um, I mean, approach. it is racist. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's racist, but it, yeah, I mean, it's very it's prejudiced. Yeah. But it is racist. Right. But I, I find it very, like, Hold I on. think that is, like, well, there's, there's a, a, I think, a benefit to, to like, to some degree of pornography, right, or porn. Um, in the same lines, too, like, I think there's this, this unrealistic expectation of, like, behavior. Like, people don't, aren't able to separate the fact that, like, this is somebody that's getting paid to do this they're, for this particular role, and they're going to behave a certain way based on their role. It's like, like, assuming that Tom Hanks can really fly a plane upside down, right? And landed on the Hudson. Just because I saw him in a, in a movie about Captain Phillips, you know? Like, I mean, it's just making those broader assumptions going to see something that that's truly what it is. Like, and, and that's, and I think you see that with like a lot of people too. Like, and I, we, even when we were chatting offline, I was like using an example of like people that are like, quote unquote, like chubby chasers, right? Like, or really into heavy people. Like the assumption is, well, this person is probably like easier to like, to kind of, get involved with because they're heavy and they probably have low self-esteem and I'm probably doing them a favor by having a relationship with them. And that's kind of that stereotype of like people behave a certain way because that's my expectation of like how they're supposed to behave. When actuality, it's really not the case. There's plenty of self-confident people that are out there that like that doesn't apply to. But it just, I think it just hurts people in the end is really what it boils down to. Like no matter what way you cut it, like when you start to like, look at people as like a fetish and not as a person. It just, I, I, I never can see how like that could result in a meaningful relationship with that individual because it's all you see is a, like an, an attribute or a preference or like a piece of sexuality that is tied with what you like, but nothing else about that person. I think also like along the lines of the Chevy Chaser, there is, also like some people will be like well it's like I'm a pretty lazy person like and I'm like and I'm overweight like I want to be with somebody who is the same lifestyle as me and I don't want like I'm not a gym person I'm not a diet person like I that's what I want in a companion but that's still like I feel like it's denying so many people like maybe maybe you'll meet that one person who like uh like you know maybe you decide like five years down the road like you you change your mind like you want to be like fitter like or like you know you realize that some of these things don't mean that much or things aren't that bad you're denying like people who are like maybe sometimes lazy and sometimes work out like i don't know i feel like maybe they have like a different body standard with that i don't know it just feels like a weird it is like a weird line i feel like and when it starts becoming harmful to other people and when it starts becoming harmful to yourself yeah, I, I totally agree. And I, I think on the other lines too, like you, 
one thing one thing that I, I've, I've noticed and I've read a lot about is like people who go through like significant weight loss like tend to a lot of times end up getting divorced at the end because either their spouse is no longer like interested in them or or vice versa because they to your point like settled for somebody because they matched their lifestyle and all of a sudden now they're they're like this different person and they don't feel like they they're like oh i can do better so i like go out and do you know like and it, and that's like in, in a way to, to your point that to me it's like kind of falls in the same vein because it's like we talked about before right if you're if you're somebody who's like a one or two or three in regards to like what you want your life to be right if you're a low achieving person who's looking for another low achieving person then like you're maybe not going to go for that 10 right because because of that station that you're in life that's that's what you want you want somebody just like you but it doesn't mean that you should never attempt to go for that 10 if they're interested in you right like or if you're like you have a slight interest in them like if there's a spark this could be something I like right. just don't assume like that it's not going to happen. Cause I also hear like, uh, so like I've read a couple of articles about like women, uh, like women in California specifically of like, with like the whitewashing where it looks like Asian girls dating white men and like different thoughts on it. And like, I've seen some girls say the statements in there like, Oh, like they're not as pretty as like white girls or like, white men are more beautiful than like Asian men. And that is so like, obviously such a line of fetishization, but it is like interesting to see how much it does happen like in real life, the people just subconsciously going about it. And even if it's not like conscious, I still think it's harmful. Yeah, definitely harmful. Yeah. Cause yeah. I mean, cause I mean like <clears throat> the thing is, no, oh, sorry. Uh, thing is, it's like eventually, you know, your looks are going to fade and you're just doing it for that. You're, you're going to realize that nine times out of ten, just because you're attracted to them physically, you know, well, not nine times out of ten. I shouldn't say that because, it's, you know, anyway, uh, that you just because you're attracted to them physically doesn't mean you're attracted to them mentally. And that's going to I mean, for sophisticated people like that are getting into to actually like mature relationships, you know, that's not going to take you very far. I mean, it looks like, I mean, it, it just, and then you're going to mistreat them because you don't know how y'all don't mesh well as, you know, partners. Does that make sense? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, what you're going to do is you're going to end up like trying to cut your losses is like what you're going to end up trying to do and try to find something else that fits your, your needs because, you're you know, yeah. I mean, at, at the end of the day, right. To your point, thank like, looks go like sometimes in a lot of cases like sexual desire goes mm -hmm. too right like we all hope that's not the case but in reality like you know once you got your fix yeah you know once i mean once you hit a certain age right that becomes i think less significant but if that's all that you have is that physical attraction and that like sexual desire like when that goes what is there that's left right and yeah. then you become either resentful or you're just looking for the next like next thing right like yeah um, funny enough like so i was i was watching uh this uh, always with the uh australian uh reality shows and always are, are super funny um but there was a, there was a show like called shocking lives and it was on it's on tubi um free free app if y'all y'all want to go check it out and uh <laughs> it, it was about oh, this shameless plug here um 
like, and I was gonna say, Derek, it, they're not paying us. Stop. That's I know. Well, I was just hoping for endorsements, you know. Yeah. Uh, but they're free. So, but anyway, the show the show was about people that were like into happier people, and this this one kind of story followed this woman who was with this guy for uh, you know married to this guy for a very long period of time, and he left her for somebody that was even heavier, and then like eventually came back like when it didn't work out or like when kind of the spark was on, came back to the original person. And now it's just encouraging her to like to get heavier for his own like desires and kind of openly said like, I don't know what would happen if she didn't gain more weight or like didn't, uh, you know, didn't get heavier or she lost weight. Like, I don't know what I would do if I'd be, you know, as attractive because that's, that's what I like. And I just kind of occurred to me like, that's that's a prime example of like when you're basing your desire for one person off some very wide because they're superficial, you know, things like that. It's going to go right at some point. Yeah. And then where are you? You're, you're stuck in a hollow chill relationship. And it may not be a hollow to the other person. Another person may be legitimately invested in, in that relationship. And they don't know if that's your I mean, it's still, them. In my opinion, it's still hollow to them because they don't understand like what this person truly cares about obviously not or if they know and they still go along with it then they don't care about themselves that's pretty hollow as well i feel like that that particular scenario and like i mean fetish can like definitely fetishes can definitely like help causes but like i feel like those scenarios every time i hear about them like all i can think about is like man that person just wants control of that other person yeah it's it's like it's so sick and like really twisted and it is just it's abusive yeah i mean i, I couldn't say it better myself like I, I do think it is a control thing right um that other person wants to you know and you see that a lot in like really codependent fetish relationships like where you see like and i, and I hate to keep going back to like to the adult baby adult yeah like adult baby <laughs> or even like what they call like what they call feeders and feedies in, in the, the world where like somebody constantly feeds you to get you larger the person that's feeding you is like feeding you for their own desire like they control what you eat they want you to get bigger they're weighing you they're taking measurements like they, they want to see you get big but it's it's very like don't care about the damage to your health they don't care about like your how it's going to impact you. you can't and you can't have kids if that's what you really want like i just want to see you get as big as you can possibly get and and so like in those scenarios like it is, I think, a lot about control and more about what one person wants over the other person. And the other person maybe is more less inclined to say no to that because they really like want the relationship to work. I think it's just very like toxic and codependent in a lot of ways, just like a lot of relationships can be like, that aren't even don't even fall into that category. It's just just another like flavor of like toxicity and codependency, right? Yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. I, but I think if you if you want to pull it back f- further, like where's it where's it actually stemming from though? Like where where are these ideas in these heads like these 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 fetishes stemming from? I mean, is it just porn? Is it just media? I mean, like is, is it something that they're trying out? Like oh, that kind of yeah, literally and figuratively. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least that's how. Like I view it because I do think that fetishes are different than kinks. You can yeah. have something that obviously that turns you on, but I do feel like fetishes are even if they're not consciously like made, and even if they aren't like all-consuming, just like that obsessive 
I like things that like exist or or these ideas that are just super harmful. And I don't know, I like, I mean, maybe I'm gonna keep using this example, but maybe like the fact that April O'Neil is like always there there for the turtles and she's smart and like career driven. And like maybe all those things that like I wanted to be or always found like attractive as a person, like maybe that did make my like preference of like redheads. And like, is that actually harmful though? Do I like, like it, if I see a redhead and think she's like, you know, she's probably a smart, intelligent woman. Soulless. Like, <laughs> like just, is I'm just that kidding. harmful? I'm kidding. And I think, and it still is, because even if those are like necessarily positives in a lot of society, is maybe she's not that smart. Maybe she's not that right. ambitious, and that's not a bad thing if she's okay with it. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think it goes back to that like kind of whole like. And I don't want to use some of the term like "don't meet your heroes," but it's like you <laughs> you expect like you know if, if that's what you think, and then you really meet the person. It's like it's a letdown to you, but it shouldn't be because that's not who that person ever was. But in your mind, you thought like that's that's what they were based on like your thought of like redheads equal this, and therefore you're not this, so you're not good enough because you're not. You're not all these things. And actually, the person's probably fine. Like, they're just not, they don't live up to your expectation of what, like, a redhead should be. They, they, you're not a news reporter. You're not ambitious. You don't hang on the turtles. Therefore, you're, you're, you're not good, <laughs> you know? And, and that's like, and that's sad because that's, that not only belittles the self confidence of that individual um, and d- demeans who they are as a person, just because your ideals don't match up with like what you visualize or fantasize about for a long time. I think, you know, to the point of like, where does this all stem from? I think like it's at some point in some way, whether it be like porn or media or an experience, like that person got that hook. Right. But I think those type of people would have, would have obsessed over something anyways. Like, even if it wasn't a person, and I feel like that's, but, but, but that there are, there are healthy obsessions though. I mean, like, why does it have to, why does it have to be like so toxic? Like, Oh Uh, man, like, I can't wait. Like, 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 like to, like to just to be like, Oh man, I can't wait to like have a family. Like, and granted that can even go too far to, to a certain extent, you know, uh, you know, but even just like, (laughs) prime uh, example. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like old assembly pedophile. I, I, yes, I do think that you can channel your obsession to healthy things. Like, I'm obsessed with, like, eating well. But also, if you re- let your obsession run away with you, you can become extremely underweight. You can, it is, like, how much you keep ahead on it. And I think self-awareness, as, like, uh, Derek brought up earlier, is helpful to have. But unless you put it into action, it doesn't matter if you have it or not. Right. It's like if you... If you work out seven days a week, 365 days a year, it's not going to be good for you. Like you may like going to the gym, you may like working out, but eventually like your muscles need a break. You're like, right. You're going to like, there's muscle toxicity where you can start releasing, breaking down your muscles and releasing toxins into your body. Like the, the you know, most nutritionists and health experts will say like, Hey, give your body a day or a break a day or two and be okay about it. But if you're truly like, yeah, that seems like a really, re- like, really great thing to be obsessed about. Like, I'm really obsessed about my health. I'm really going to the gym every day. 
but eventually it's, it's going to catch up with you if you don't know to put those boundaries on it and say, hey, like, I got to take a break. I got to take a couple of days off. Like, I'm hurting. I'm not going to throw my back out and go do squats at the gym when I've been doing them for 25 days straight and my disc is bulging. You know what I mean? Like, there's just, I think there's a point where it becomes a detriment to you and what you're doing. Um, and I think that's where, like, that obsession, almost I would say, like, not even fetishizing, but like an obsession a lot of people think of fetish as an obsession like having with that as is to differentiate between preference fetish and kink like where it lies and i guess i want to throw a stereotype in there as well yeah yeah i don't know i i mean i think it can all have variation right like depending on how you you take it and there are plenty of things that that are fetishized that the average person would say like I don't know why that's sexual because that's not, yeah. to me, that's not sexual, but to, to the other person, you know, like people fetishize balloons, like that's a big fetish. Right. And, uh, the average person, they may say like, I don't get that. But to that person, that is their, that's your thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So. But then you also look at other things people say aren't sexual or fetishes, but like obviously are wrong. Like child pageants. Specifically, toddler pageants. <laughs> terrible. Uh, and that's gross. And we can—I feel like we can all agree on that. Who has the best-looking yeah. baby? <laughs> now right. for the talent let's, portion of the toddler <laughs> pageant right. show. Let's <laughs> let's let's make them look 25, and, and you know, yeah, it's a. Uh, let's let's, uh, let's make fake teeth for them so they look like have like Julia Roberts smile at yeah. you. And load them up with sugar, change their habits, and let them pitch fits, like, over the dumbest things. No, just put them in, like, an Elsa dress and let them sing Let It Be. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Like, or let y'all it go, see, whatever the song y'all is. Y'all see Honey Boo Boo? We all know how that pageantry stuff turns out. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But you get anyway, your own like, reality show. <laughs> Two of them. Yes. Yeah. That's well, what happens. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, well, if you're... Folks, if, if you're Mama June, so... you, if you're Mama June, you also get a very healthy meth habit. Um, so, I, I think that he was saying that like we get inflicted with the fact that Honey Boo Boo and her other show exist if we let child pageant happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Well, or just even yeah, I'm just saying like just it doesn't turn out well, you know, and and that's fine. Some people may do that for a lot of various reasons, but. I think like some of the none people of that are, are none of them are good. <laughs> like I would say, you're you're always you're always represented by your worst supporter, and that's what you see in TV is your worst supporter of like pageantry. Um, but yeah, I think you can really be like you can really be obsessed over anything, but I think that's when it really becomes unhealthy, no matter what way you cut it. I mean, like that's I, I think that's why obsession is not. All, not mostly related with like positive terms of like I'm really obsessed. Are you are you really obsessed? You just really like something a lot because I think there is a difference between liking something a lot and like being I mean, like you know John John Hinckley, you know. So. But I also think that like it is such a like colloquialism with like and like with how people talk that saying like oh I've been obsessed with reading lately like you know what they mean and it's not and it's fine that they use the word obsessed in that, yeah. in that scenario. But when it comes to trying to figure out like when something is detrimental, I think obsession is like the good word to use, and because it obviously can be different contexts. 
but I do also like wonder like so does that necessarily like what is necessarily an innocent preference because if all these things have reasons and they all make up who you are like to keep harping since it was going on it was like the April O'Neil it's not necessarily bad that I found her attractive for all those things and like I then I realized oh I have like a, I have a preference for ambition ambitious witty like women hanging out with turtles is it just taking out the physicality of it that like I guess can make it less negative because as I said earlier like if I think that it's harmful because then it makes all redheaded women see they have to feel like this like ideal in my mind like well I think it's being able to differentiate between like the idea of like that's that's like what your preference is to say like I really like people like that and then you meet somebody who's not like that but it's not a disappointment to you that they're not like that right like say for example like okay. April O'Neil scenario like I really love April O'Neil I love everything about April O'Neil like I love redheads and that she's ambitious and she hangs out with Ninja Turtles and doesn't get any better than that and I run across somebody who's like an April O'Neil lookalike but it's nothing like April O'Neil like but I'm not disappointed you by that because her, ma'am. You are not you. Are, you, ma'am, are not a reporter, and you do not hang out with turtles, and you don't really <laughs> seem ambitious. But you have a lot of other great qualities about you, so therefore I can I can be okay with the fact that you're not like April O'Neil, even though like you meet you check a lot of the boxes that like physically make me think you look like April O'Neil. Like I think, but if I was truly like obsessed, or that was like. Like I would be sorely disappointed that that person was not April O'Neil. And I would almost, or I must try to, or I would get in relationship to try to make them more like the April O'Neil that I am fetishized about. Like, hey, let me get you this job. Hey, make sure, hey, why don't you wear this yellow jumpsuit? Because this is going to look good on you. Want some pizza? (laughs) Hey, I bought you some turtles. (laughs) We could spend a lot of time with them together. Like, maybe you want to go in the sewer. I don't know, but. You know, it, it's that, I think it's that control element of, like, if you're not what I think you are, I'm going to try to make you what I think you should be because, like, that's the best way for me to get what I want. And if I can't get what I want by making you that way, then you're no good to me and I'm going to, like, toss you aside. Or I'm going to find somebody who I can make that way. So. I, I don't – well, first of all, just a side side note. There is a porn parody of April O'Neil in a uh, – as April, her name is April O'Neil, and uh, she does she does uh, uh, what's his name? What's what's the what's the, Casey Jones? She does Casey Jones, and oh. well, there's, a, there's a couple different ones. Well, not even the, oh, yeah. not even the turtles. Well, I don't know about that. I just know it exists. I, I have yeah. not watched it. Oh, I'll send I'll send you links. I know I, I'm good. Three. I'm good. I have the internet. If I do, if I am curious about, <laughs> I, will, I won't say anything. Text. I won't Y'all, say anything. I, won't know if it's or not. I saw that thumbs up. <laughs> I like you, bro, O'Neill. No, but I, I she's think... not a natural redhead, which is a little disappointing. But uh, but her well, role... you know what? That's okay. I'm all right with that. <laughs> and, 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 you know, it's, I'm, I'm glad you said that, too, because, I mean, being serious there, um, I think it's okay to have, like, these fetishes. I mean, I, I really do. I mean, who's to say you can't like this thing so much? You know what I mean? Like, like it, it would be one un, un-American, you know, uh, to, to, to say you're not entitled to like this so much. It's the, it's the, the fine line of I like this so much, I don't care what you do or what you say. 
I'm going to make this happen, Captain, and there's nothing you can do about it. That's when it becomes a problem, you know. And and I think too another another thing too is why it's so like like the examples that were given, they're so taboo. Like they're so it, it's like am I repeating myself or am I repeating anything? No. You said or, uh, but I, what I'm saying is it's it's like it's so it, it's not it's not given enough positive light, you know. Um, and l- l- me being honest. You know, there's 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 a lot of you know negativity towards the trans community about how they act and how you know what they're you know there's a persona to to being categorized as trans. I'm not saying it's true or, or not true. I'm just saying there is, you know. And when it comes to that, it's like, well, what, what's all the fuss about? It's like, well, if that's if if that's not desired, I kind of want to like I want I want to put my foot in the pool a little bit, you know. And, like, and like. And then once the piranha bites back, then we're well, going. I know, I know, I totally there. agree with you. You know, I totally agree with you. The, the, the trans community are, are people. They are humans, and they deserve to be who they are when they, you know, how they want to be, how how they choose a life is is not up to me to decide. It, it, you know, and they should be respected for that, and they should be, you know, they should be praised. I'm not talking about like, hey, you know. Let's focus all our attention on the trans well, community. I'm just saying they should be equals, you know, and like well, and it shouldn't be so. Well, go ahead, go ahead, Derek. Well, since, I was gonna say, like, I, I think I, I can see where you're going with that, and like, so my thought is like, there could be moments where you start off in one bucket, which is like, for your example, like, I think that being with a trans person is taboo, but I'm gonna, tr- I, I wanna, I wanna try that out, right? And yeah. I connect, and I connect with that person. I realize. Wow, this is a really great person. Like, and they have so much more than just the sexuality component. Absolutely. And therefore, and therefore, like, I see all these other really great qualities. And like, yes, like, you know, they have something sexually that I want, but they have all these other great qualities as well. And like, I appreciate all that about them. So I think, like, very much like a lot of times we start in kind of a realm of like physical attractiveness, right? Like, yeah. or like, hey, like. I, you know, I've never done this before. I don't know how it's going to turn out. Like, I think there's an element of fear to it, right? There's that taboo piece, which shouldn't be in modern society, but I think it's still very much like, um, I think it's vilified a lot of times too for, for straight men or like quote unquote straight men that uh, like do fall in love with, with, you know, people in the trans community. They're like, what? Like, what? I, I thought you like girls. Well, you know, yeah. like that, that is a girl. Like, that is a girl like that's you know and they have a lot of great qualities like short of being physically attractive like they have all these great things i think that's when kind of that initial preference or, or fetishizing can turn into something that's positive what it is is like what the downside is is when you have people that don't do that and they just continue to like go on the grinders of the world right or you know or, or go on tumblr and look for people because they have that one physical component that's taboo and when they achieve that they just move on to the next person like they don't ever self-actualize or see and that's when people like get characterized as like more not human beings and just like i mean you might as well just like you might as well just go bang a blow-up doll like in that opinion because you're not seeing them as anything other than objects and i think that's a lot of reasons why in the trans community there's so much short of the hate i think there's so much like trans violence that occurs because mm-hmm. because they don't see them as human beings so therefore no. they objectify and and sadly 
injure people in the trans community and not treat them like human beings. And that's mm-hmm. a sad thing. Like, yeah, and, and, and it's true. Good. It's true a lot for, you know, it's true for a lot of things, you know, as far as uh, what people are, are seeking to fulfill that void in, inside themselves. But yeah, go ahead, Shanae. Yeah, and like as far as trans and like it could be said about like different things as well, but then sure. like, like women of color or like uh, other like scenarios of like a lot of marginalized people with them being seen as taboo, there are a lot of instances where people feel like, oh, well, like I'm a normal person. So like you should feel lucky that I want to experiment with you. You should feel lucky that I want to fuck somebody like you. Mm-hmm. And what do you what do you mean like you're not grateful about it? Like what do you mean like you like you're not down just because I'm down? Like right. And like that does like I mean like rejection already sucks. Being rejected by seeing by an object or something you say lesser than you or a taboo. Mm-hmm. It's that, triggering. Like, they should they shouldn't even be like exist. They should be ashamed yeah. of what they are, and they're gonna reject me. Like fuck like fuck this shit. Like that sh- that happens. Yeah. so often and that's of course like i feel like that right there is like the extreme example of a fetishization like where like it does turn to violence but i do think that there is like a lot of it in our day-to-day life as well and i don't feel like that the fact that like either one exists necessarily like lessens or makes better the other one per se like like they're all like the same level of fetishization but i yeah. do feel like they all should be used with the same word because i do feel like any day-to-day one can pretty easily to the right per- to the right or wrong person like turn that violent way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially with the the rejection of uh, of uh, someone you don't see as an object. I think you like someone as you right. do see as an object, and like like yeah, that that's like really like detrimental to your fucking your ego. And yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, I mean that's just in- yeah. insane. Yeah, and what people should be saying is like fuck you, get over yourself, like, yeah. it should be the other way around that that person is, <laughs> fuck you to, to, let you right. know what girl cock is like, like, but, yeah. you would, but you're never gonna find out now, sucks to suck. Yeah. Sucks That's the suck. first time I've ever heard it referred to as girl cock, I love it. Oh, it's like, it has a different mouth feel, ejaculate's different, like, girl cock is much different than boy cock, it, like, it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take I, I would just, I mean, just let you know. Yeah. yeah. It has. Yeah. I mean, it has a whole lot of different terms too, just depending on <laughs> depending on the. Yeah. yeah I mean. Well, I mean, I, I this was uh this was a, a good. You know, I, I think a lot of the times we like we stray away or you know, um, I don't know. We we just tend to we joke like around. Jokes. Yeah. <laughs> we love jokes, and I think this was a, a good one here. Um, you know, and it's not to put focus on the trans community. I think it is just for to put focus on like just toxic fetishes and then uh, fetishes. Um, fetishes. Yeah, fetishes. You know. Um, no, I mean it's yeah, it's it's a great call out because I think that really you know I, I, I oh go ahead go ahead. No, I was just say yeah, to your to your point, it, it's not just about the trans community. That's an example. And it's and I sat with that, and, and you know, Shanae, your friend sounds awesome, and should come on the show sometime. Absolutely. Um, you know, I'd uh, love to get her thoughts um, as well. But I think it, it can be for a lot of different things, and a lot of different people, and a lot of different situations. Like that's just these are just examples of, that we have that that we're bringing up today. But I'm sure it exists in a variety of different ways. Well, all the same, I'll... people are people are humans. Humans are humans, and to treat them as such, like 
I, I will share a personal story to where I am the fetishee or the fetisher uh, and where I, I learned a lesson, you know. Um, and it's nothing bad, like nothing like, like, oh, I took her and I showed her who was boss. No, nothing like that. Just <laughs> where I got called out and I was like, oh, shit, I'm a fucking dickhead. Like, my bad, dude. <laughs> so I had a friend, um, you know, I'm just a, a friend that, you know, we were single. Um, she enjoyed sending me, you know, nudes. And I enjoyed getting them, you know, and this is, you know, a couple years back. And um, getting the nudes, getting the nudes, getting the nudes, exactly. And 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 it was to the point where I was just like, hey, yeah, you know, I'm I'm always expecting these. Like this is this is what's what's owed to me in in my head. You know what I mean? Like I'm not doing anything. I'm not, um, you know, I. I'm not engaging in conversation whatsoever, any kind of intellectual conversation. It's just like, hey, show me your tits, you know. And 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 at one point she goes, like, no. And I was like, what? What do you mean no? Like, you always do this. Like, what's the big deal? It's like I've seen them before. She goes, yeah, but like you don't even like you don't even have a conversation with me. You don't see how I'm doing. And, and like she just goes off on me, and I was just like, oh shit, dude. Like you're fucking. I'm like, and there's nothing I can do. You know, besides, like, I have two options. I could be the fucking male egotistical asshole and be like, how fucking dare you? Like, like you're saying <laughs> you're showing your tits to me, you know, like, and uh, or I could be like, shit, she's a checkmate. That's fucking checkmate. You know what I mean? Like, there is no way I can argue with that without sounding like a fucking douchebag. And I well, apologize. You know what I mean? Like, and I was just like, you know what, dude, you're fucking right. Like, that's my fucking bad. Like, if you never want to send me a picture again, I totally understand and, and, you know, if you never even want to talk to me, that's what I'm saying. But I, I like, yeah, you know what? You're a good person. I actually in, it would enjoy to engage in a conversation with you. And, you know, and then since then, like, like I'm not saying, I'm, uh, uh, you know, I'm perfect or anything, but I, I definitely learned that lesson the hard way. And, uh, you know, and, and, and I'm glad that brought it was hard. I was actually like, do I talk about this? But you know what? Like, no, like, again, no one's fucking perfect. This is my yeah. show. Like, like, exactly. Like, we, I, I have to. Like I like I have to be honest. Like if we're going to be spitting this shit, like I I figured I had to be honest about it, you know. So I, I just want to share that with everybody else, you know. What I mean, like I didn't didn't like. It was just a very very kick very good kick in the ass. That I what was it? It was a teachable moment. It was a change moment. in perspective. Yeah. 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 Teachable moment. Way better. Yeah. Teach, teachable moment. Like and, and to your point, like I think we we've all to some degree had that. Yeah. Had that moment, maybe in different situations, but I think. Sometimes that expectation, like when somebody does something for such a long time, the expectation is there. Like we can even yeah. find that in our day-to-day stuff, right? Like, you know, even even if you're in a relationship and, you know, like, hey, you always do the dishes. Why aren't the dishes done? You fucking do the dishes. Like I always do them. Like, you know, I mean, I think you entitlement. can. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Sometimes we feel entitled as human beings, like that, that somebody owes us something. People don't owe shit. Yeah. Oh, like <laughs> they they don't. People could people are human beings and they can decide it tomorrow that they don't want to do that. That's their yeah. right as having free will. So like, you know, we just have to recognize that like people don't owe us anything at the end of the day. And I think we, we can all be guilty of that, including myself, of, mm-hmm. of having those moments where like, yeah, we feel we feel entitled and it's not it's not yeah. a valid feeling, but we shouldn't yeah. feel entitled. Um, Absolutely not. Absolutely. So I, I'm happy you shared, man. You know, yeah, again, again, it's, yeah. it's a life lesson, but I mean, it doesn't. I don't think it makes you a bad person for, for, for that but, situation. Oh, and, 
like I would never like physically physically hurt or like even like uh, uh, mentally try to abuse someone, you know, in, in both aspects. Uh, but that that one I felt like a real piece of shit, and I'm glad I'm glad it happened. You know, like otherwise yeah. otherwise I'm like I, I would have been doing the same thing. I'm like, hey man, like hey, sure, you you always show me your tits. Come on, you know. So I digress on that. Uh, I mean, a lot of people have bad behaviors until people someone calls them out, and if they still keep going with it, then that's a shit person. A good person realizes and makes makes changes. Yeah. Even if, even so. if they don't realize necessarily at that moment or even that year, but eventually. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Well, no, I, I it kind of was like a nebulous topic in my I head whenever I brought it up to Derek, and I do feel like I meandered a little bit, but I I'm glad we had it, and I feel like some good points, and I don't know, it's just been like in my head, so and I didn't really know how to like express it, but I'm glad we did. Yeah, Me too. Super Me too. super good topic, and hopefully the uh, the the listeners liked it too, and. Uh, you know, if you're, you're out there and you want to share your experience, uh, if you've ever been in that boat or ever been the, uh, you know, been on the other side where you're kind of, uh, you've kind of had those feelings of fetishizing a relationship, um, share it with us, you know, no, no judgment here. You know, this is Absolutely. A, a relationship podcast because we talk about shit. Absolutely. So. You can uh, let us know because we have a Twitter and we have, also have Instagram. If you want to, there she like, goes again, taking over our show. I'm, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm playing. Go ahead, do it's it. Do it. Do it. Okay. Where do they follow? Where, where do they Where do they find that information at? Or where do they talk to us at, Shanae? Instagram and Twitter. Uh huh. Hashtag tank tank rod pod. I got the tank rod and I could not remember the pod. <laughs> That's right. Let, let, let daddy handle it, all right? <laughs> I'm sorry, Pop Pop. I'm to sit down now. <laughs> I'm kidding. But okay, I'll, I'll help you out there, Shanae. Just this once, and then afterwards, you can take care of it. But yeah, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TankRodPod. That's T A N K R O D P R O D. And uh, you can use the hashtag either hashtag TankRodPod or Relationship Show. Um, but yeah, uh, great, great conversation. Oh, of course, you know, I'm Tank Rodriguez. Oh, Shanae Lazaro Snugs has her own podcast, you know, not her own. Um, well, she tries but to I make host that one. Yeah, she does <laughs> host it. Uh, the Save Continue podcast is for video games and video game related stuff. Uh, you can find that on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Man, I could do your show too. And <laughs> the boys, the boys, what she would, they asked me how, how you were doing, and I said they missed you. Oh, well, I'll hit them up, too, and let them know. I mean, like a Freaky Friday thing where you switch podcasts. Oh. I mean, that's basically what happened with the wrestling one. And- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but, yeah, no, uh, Sh- you know, for Dr. Derek in love, Shanae, the czar of snugs, and me, Tank Rodriguez, a reaver day, Che. <laughs> that's right. A reaver dirt, Che. A reaver dirt. That's right. It's me, Mario. <laughs> Bye, guys. We'll see you later. All right, guys. Good night. Peace. Bye.